Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Dion, and we are missing Kenny and Adam, so we, you know, this may be a shorter one, maybe we'll go the full distance, we don't know, but we're just going to talk about the movie as long as we can. Uh, it's been a while, I think, since we've done two people, so I don't know how that's going to affect our timing here. But today we're doing the movie Shaolin Avengers, a 1976 film directed by Cheng Che, and apparently, is it co-directed by Wu Ma? Is, am I correct in that, or is that... Uh, yes okay so so it's co- uh, co-directed by Wu Ma and it stars uh Alexander Fu Shung and uh Chi Quan Chun uh as well as Bruce Tong and a number of other people that you'll certainly recognize when you see it um it's got a, it's got a pretty good cast and Dion do you want to give the summary of the of the basic plot um shall not yeah Shaolin Avengers tells the story of um, Fang Shiyu and his brother, was it Fang Mayu? Yeah, I think it was Zhao Yu. I think it was, was that it? Okay, Zhao something like that. Yeah. Um, how him and his brother, uh, what happens to them and kind of how what their problem is and how um, Feng Chiyu ends up at um, at uh, Shaolin Temple. It also tells another story of um, who who again is that it? Um, the uh, who, the Chi Quan Chun character. Yes. Yeah. Who Hui Gan? I think I think it was something like that. Um how he ends up at the Shaolin temple. And then once they, what happens after they leave the Shaolin temple and take care of the business that brought them there. And uh, I know that sounds really confusing. No, it's, it's an unusual movie. This was like the most Quentin Tarantino esque film from Shaw brothers. I think I've seen in a long time. Um, It's just kind of, it's not told in chronological order, right? It's kind of no, told in a series most, of flashbacks. And most people... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, most I was going it's... The, the most striking thing... I, th- I think the thing that impressed me most was the structure because it opens up with this big battle that's got, like, Pai Mei and, like, you know, there's all these... You, you, you instantly sort of recognize this fight because you've seen this fight in other movies or you've seen variations of it, uh, both in terms of just the geography, like... I've seen so many fights in that location. Do you know what I mean? Like that. Right. It, it's, it feels like a very common place to have a lot of these fights, but also the characters. And, uh, but what's cool is it's told in a series of flashbacks that are really artfully done. Like it, flashbacks can be very jarring. I didn't find them jarring in this movie at all. And you're kind of the, um, you're the opposite of most people. Most people don't like the way the story's told because it's told um, out of sync and through flashbacks because they're they're in this major battle and it's kind of you th- the character that's having the flashback kind of freezes for a moment. Yeah. And the then it flashes back to what led up to that moment. But you don't see all of everyone's story at once. Yeah. Um, it goes back, keeps going back and forth between the battle and the um, 
and the flashback. So it's kind of like, to me, the, I liked it. And the reason why I liked it is because when you wonder what they're thinking about while they're fighting sometimes, and then this shows you what they're thinking about yes. as they're fighting. Yes. So it's kind of like um, you get a glimpse into their psyche as they're fighting through for their lives. And I don't think a lot of people like that. I know this is probably one of, I think, the most underrated of uh, the Alexander Fusheng and uh, Chi Kwon Chun buddy movies. Um, but I like the way that the story was told. Yeah, I, I mean, I could sort of see how that might be jarring to people. I, I'm with you. I, I mean, number one, I know I've seen things like this done, but never like this full level of commitment that I can remember. Like I feel, I mean, there's probably a movie that I'm neglecting or not remembering well. Um, but I just, I, I was really struck by that. And, and I was, I was, uh, I, I kind of went in again. This was, this was like, I, I do need to see the movie again, I think, because I feel like I missed some of the plot threads as the movie was unfolding. Cause they were told out of order and I didn't necessarily put all the pieces together, but I went in with into this with like a massive headache. I was not at all well disposed towards any film that I was going to watch. Do you know what I mean? It was like that kind of a day. And as soon as the film started, I, I slowly, my headache started to abate. I started to just kind of relax and get into the film. And, and I really liked the structure. The structure to me was the most fascinating aspect of it. I, I just, uh, that you would take an, like, like one fight scene, just one fight scene and you would dive that deeply into, into into what's going on, like you said, in the psyche of the characters as they're fighting. It really because a lot of movies will do this the other way around. They'll they'll have a big build up to the fight, right, so that you know what the stakes are leading up to the fight. But right. this was different. You in each moment of the fight, you're sort of told this is why this moment is significant. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and, it, and I thought that was uh, an interesting way to sort of depict you know, the, the sort of the, the, the story behind the fight and, and to give us a glimpse, like you said, into the, the psyche and the emotions of the characters. Um, I thought it was brilliant. And it also visually, it was really well done. It wasn't, it wasn't like a sloppy, like, you know, like, like in the old sitcoms when they, when they start to, to fade back into the, into the path, it wasn't done like that. It was done in a really artful way. This was clearly a film that like, it it has you know like like I know Uma co-directed it, but it has the Cheng Che stamp on it. Like you can sense the Cheng Che uh, hand. Yeah, you know it's his film. Yeah, it's it's got like like right down to sort of those you know like my favorite Cheng Che device is when he zooms in on things. Do you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you have two characters seated in the chairs in the Lai Tai platform, and the and the and the camera just zooms in. You got a lot of those kind of moments. You get a lot of those like black and white flashbacks. I think when they were showing the death of the father, for example, I believe that one was done in black and white. If, um, and and I, it just was a, uh, I, I thought a stunning movie. I I I, I was, uh, you know, again, I do want to watch it again because I want to kind of chew on some of the plot more. I was more focused on the fighting and the structure this time around, but but I I felt like. Uh, you know, almost a little bit giddy, like, like, uh, like, like I hadn't in a while with some of these movies. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, it's just one of those films where I, 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 every once in a while, like every 10 movies or so, you see a film and it reminds you of why you watch these movies. Do you know what I mean? 
and mm-hmm. and that and this was one of them. I thought it, and 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 and, I, and all I kept thinking of were all the other great movies that we had seen that re, that this reminded me of. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, for example, the uh, what was it? Uh, Disciples of Shaolin, um, or Shaolin Disciples, the one where uh, where they where they have the uh, um, uh, the the fabric uh, workshop, and uh-huh. you know. Uh, uh, yeah, Disciples of Shaolin. Disciples of Shaolin. That's my favorite. That it reminded me a lot of that movie, a lot. There, and, and I mean, there were some things in this that sort of like felt very specifically connected to um, some of the like, like, like kind of like how you say, like with Cheng Che, you can sort of see him experimenting with different patterns over and mm-hmm. over again in movies, and like I felt like there was a strong connection between those two films here, um, just in terms of the patterns he was experimenting with. Um, and also the actors, the actors were similar as well. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what, what, uh, I want to get into the fighting in a moment, but anything else that you wanted to discuss about the sort of general, uh, story or, uh, the, the reaction people have to it? Well, I think first of all, this movie assumes that, you know, kind of the backstory a little bit of the, the characters that were, um, that were in the movie, but I just love the way the story is told. You get a lot of feeling. Um, usually there isn't like a strong woman in these movies, but you know, um, and, and, and you mean mom, Chen Chen movies when you say that, right? Yes. Yep. Um, but in this one, Fang, she used mom is very strong and you, I kind of wish they would have focused a little bit more on her or if they had done a movie that was about her and her husband and how they got into so much trouble. Well, she's um, a significant character too. I mean, she's like a, a legendary figure. Exactly. So, um, I thought that was the most impressive character in the movie, actually. Uh, the, the mother, she, uh, I, I, I think there was, I don't know if it was, it was meant to be the same character or a similar character in, in Shaolin Temple, but there was another figure like that, the, uh, the female elder. Um, and I know that she's also a, an elder of Shaolin, this lady. Um, so, but I, but I couldn't remember if it was like, the, if that was the same woman or if it was, you know, the other one, but, um, but it's, but I thought that, uh, I don't know, she was, she was just like, like like with some of these characters, they get up. How do how do I put it? You sort of respect them but fear them at the same time. Like right. like their 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 moral righteousness almost approaches the level of sadism. Do you know what I mean? It's like a mm-hmm. it's like a really intense level of we're gonna do things the right way no matter what the consequences are. Right down to like she she puts her son in that that uh, herbal bath. Yeah, the herbal bath that gives him the uh, impervious flesh where he has just the one, um, you know, the one weak spot, but you know, that, that scene was, was, I thought done really well. It was, it was, uh, you know, again, Cheng Che does tend to have a lot of these torture type scenes, but you know, as his torture type scenes go, I thought this one was kind of moving the way they handled it. Um, and, and I thought that the, uh, uh, just sort of, the, the way that they were sort of trying to get it the 
the pain that she had to inflict on him in order to protect him. Do you know what I mean? I thought it was like a, mm-hmm. it was like a, uh, it was sort of like an e- interesting way of summarizing a really, uh, uh, how would you put it? Like a, uh, uh, so, so just, it's just an interesting way of depicting this kind of maternal love. Do you know what I mean? Like this. Uh, mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I, but, but again, you, you sort of respect her, but fear her. And, and so she was definitely uh, one of the more compelling characters in the movie. I, I thought the the best character of all of them, quite frankly, but, uh, but I don't know. What did you have any, any thoughts on any of that? Well, I also think that the, the torture scenes show, a strength of um, mental fortitude, um, not just with um, Fang Shiyi because he had to endure everything, but the brother having to whip someone that he loved, but he feared his mother and loved her so much that he was going to do whatever it took to make sure that the process went the way that it was. So they all had to have this kind of mental strength to not break the process. I don't know if I could whip someone that I loved, even though I knew this was going to make their skin impervious to anything that just, I don't know. And to do it, have to do it no less than 99 times. Yeah. You know, it's just like two, I'm done. I can't handle it anymore, but just to have to do it that much and, and not tell them the reason too. Right, you have to whip up this fury inside of him, but so it's just like, oh, it was just so much. But it was done not in a gory, over the top, sadistic way, but and in a kind of loving way. Yeah, you felt for the characters as they were going through. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I thought, I thought that 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 scene was very effective, and I thought that um, one of the one of the reasons why, and maybe I missed a detail, so maybe this is wrong. But my impression was that they didn't tell you why he was in there for some time. You were kind of left to sort of figure it out until she explained it, right? That was, it wasn't, it wasn't explained until the brother asked the question, if I remember. And that was after we see them put him in the bath. And, right. And so you're kind of left, you're sort of in the same confusion that Alexander Fushung is in, in that moment. And I thought, I, you know, so you're like, wait, why are they putting him in here? You're like, you, you really don't know what the the consequences of this is going to be and so it makes it kind of kind of scary you know like i don't i don't i, I didn't really under, because before that the only the only the only hint i had to go on was that she made them take that really intense vow and it included a vow of celibacy right right so i thought maybe it was related to that and and so you know so my first reaction to it was was a bit of horror and then and then I realized as they had the conversation that, oh, this was done to protect him, to make him, uh, you know, able to deflect the attacks of, 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 of swords and stuff like that. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I thought that was a, and also it's kind of an interesting, you know, like I, 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 I thought, the, I thought the herbal bath was a cool way to render the, the skin that way. A lot of, a lot of times, you know, like it's, they like they'll, 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 they'll have to practice on bamboo trees or something like that. But this was kind of a, mm-hmm. cool, a cool way to do it. Yeah, it was. And you could see that it covers the whole entire body. I can't remember, but the one of, I think it's Marco Polo where, um, Chi Kwon Chun is learning the technique, but they have him cutting down bamboo with his body parts. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, 
that little small part around his waist that um, is left vulnerable. But in this one, he's covered from head to toe because they actually pour the herbal bath over him several times. So there's only one place that is not visible to the light that is left unprotected. And that is like a really bad way to go. It also makes total sense. Like it, 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 it's logically very consistent, but that leads to like the most horrific scene in the movie at the end, at least in my yes. mind. I, th- I, th- I, I, I have a pretty solid stomach. And we're going to spoil this because I, I kind of want to talk about this because it's a, it, it, it's like the mo- it's the most horrifying thing in the film. But that's where he ends up getting killed. You know, and, and I I I I honestly had trouble with that scene. I was I was uh, I was cringing dur- during that sequence. Yeah, the first time I saw it, I was like, I knew. Because they tell you at the beginning of the movie, but then when you get to the end of the movie, well, I'm hoping that he lives anyway, but, you know, just to see it, it's just like, oh, yeah. It was, I could feel it. I could, it was that, it was that bad. Like, like, and it wasn't like it was graphic in a way that you might, you know, it wasn't like, like, like they showed everything. It's just that they gave you enough of an impression to, to fill in all the blanks. Right, and the screen flashes red. And I like when Chen Che does that when it's particularly gory or supposed to be a gory scene is he turns the scene red. I mean, honestly, I think this has got to be the number one gory scene from Chang Che in my mind now. Like, I know before it was that drawing and quartering scene. Like, that was always the one that, like, oh, my God, he's suddenly not a person anymore. But this one horrifies me even more than that one. Um so, so I think this is the new number one intensely oh, graphic violent scene from Chang Che. Uh, mine is the disemboweling of a person. In the uh, uh, what was it? The uh, One Armed Swordsman, the Return of One Armed Swordsman. Is that is that the one you're thinking of? No, I can't. Re- it's one with Chi uh, Kuan Chun and um, Fu Sheng. That narrows Together. it down considerably. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think it's Alec. Xander Fu Sheng that's actually the one who puts his hand in and pulls the intestines out. See, some, for some reason... I can't remember which one it is. For some reason, the, the intestine pulling thing doesn't... This this is like the end of the... Remember like the end of Braveheart, how that ended? It's... I mean, they're both getting at the same kind of concept, but this one I just was like, oh, I'm sick to my stomach watching this. Um you know, I mean, maybe maybe people won't have the same reaction I did. I, I just was pretty, uh, I started feeling pretty green watching that part. Um, <laughs> so, so I mean, it, it's, again, I mean, Cheng Che's kind of a master at this. So, like, like Dion said, you know, it, it's kind of take your pick. The disemboweling scene, the, the scene that we're talking about, you know, the drawing and the quartering. Um, you know, the scene I had in mind from uh, Return of One-Armed Swordsman is the one where they hacked the guy in half. Oh yeah, that one's bad too. Yeah, yeah that one's pretty grotesque. Um, but he's oh, like a- and from uh, two champions of Shaolin when they bend Lu Feng's character back completely in half. It's, I mean, it, oh. the, but the thing that's interesting about it is there is like an art to how he does it. It's not just like I'm going to do the most horrible thing I can imagine. There's 
they it usually has some kind of emotional weight to it too. You know, it's not just sort of done randomly. Like you're, they plant the seed of this idea in your head from the very beginning of that. Uh, at least from when the um, when he has the bath and the in the herbal concoction. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So so you're mm-hmm. already like, oh no, that's what like if he dies, that's how it's going to happen. You know, like uh-huh. you, you know that. Um, so and there are hints to it through the movie. I'm, I well, I, I probably missed the hints, but I definitely believe you because he. It, it, I, I feel like it's uh, is again. It, it felt like a well crafted film to me. Uh, it, it was it very well crafted. It, it didn't feel like one that was done on autopilot or anything like that. I mean, now maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know the details of the filming of it, but the end result I thought was a very uh, you know very well crafted movie, and uh, and yeah. So so again, you know, you one of the, one of the attractive you know, aspects of Chang Che is just how, uh, even down to like some of his really early films, just how he can kind of use violence as a, um, as a medium, you know? Um, and, 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 and when he really wants to impact me with it, he can, cause he's just so good at it. Um, but, uh, what did you think of the, of the fight scenes in general? I enjoyed the fight scenes and I know, people kind of felt that the the fighting breaking into the fighting made the fight scenes choppy mm. um, because it was broken up with all the um, flashbacks but I like the way he kind of focused in on one character and had them fight a little bit and then flash back yeah um, I, I like that nuance it was and you know, and I like the close-up shots where that you can see that everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, you can tell that there's no um, stunt person doing what they're doing, you know? Because he, he's the master of that. He always picks actors that pretty much can do every move. And I thought that the uh, I thought the fight scenes were great. Like the, even down to like the opening sequence with the form. Like oh, Al- yeah, Alexander Fuchsia awesome. was really popping. In that, see, I thought that was, uh, he's always good, but this, he seemed particularly, uh, spry and on point with all, with all the movements and, and, and I, and I felt that way through most of the film and, and just, you know, in general, I just thought that the fight scenes were, they were just a lot of fun and, and, and I wasn't, I wasn't bored with any of them. And, and I mean, I could sort of see the criticism of the central scene because by the nature of the structure, he does have to pause and that that could lead some people frustrated if that's the scene that they're really dying to find out about. But there's so many other fight scenes that we see the full, you know, beginning to end that Mm -hmm. I I didn't feel like I was deprived of that. You know, like, like the, the light tie scene was great. I thought that the scene on the poles was phenomenal. That was a, right. Oh, I love that scene. That's like one of my favorites. And that's where the hint comes because, you know, when he tries to get him off, because they're thinking that if they kill him, he's you know going to land on the the spikes. But we know where the spike exactly has to end oh, up. Oh, yep. Okay. No, you're right. Yep. So, um, yeah, I really like that that scene. I don't know. I like really. I really like the fighting on poles. That that's always like because and, and again, I don't know how often they're shifting off of the poles and onto the poles when they're filming it because some of the scenes are shot with poles in the foreground and you could easily see mm-hmm. they might just be walking on a plank but even on the scenes where you clearly do see them just standing on them 
that always is a little harrowing in my mind because you're thinking the actor's really up on that pole and like right. it's not it's not like a hundred feet up in the air but it's pretty darn high and you know it just it, and there's other poles around it just seems like a very like I wouldn't want to be like I wouldn't mind having to stand on a cliff for a little while do you know what I mean like on the edge of a cliff mm-hmm. where, but this is like you got your feet on poles that's that seems a lot more challenging. Um, and so, so you just kind of, whenever they do the pole stuff, I always feel like, oh man, I'm, especially if they pull back and you see the actor moving on the pole, you, you get a real sense right. of, wow, they're really doing it. Um, even, even if they're just walking, I'm impressed. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, but, but I thought that was a cool fight scene and I liked, I liked the added peril of the blades on the, you know, at the, at the bottom, that, that really, yeah. that really enhanced the scene for me. Um, and I, and I liked the, uh, again, I liked the light tie scene. I liked the gambling hall fight scene. Um, you know, I, I thought, I thought, I thought they were all, you know, pretty solid for the most part. And, and even the central scene, which again, I, I guess it does sort of get jarring a little bit because they're pa- pausing, but like, I thought that the scene had a lot of really good moments in it. It had a lot of really cool, uh, you know, movements and, and, and I and, and and there was just I just like the style of the fighting in this film. So do I, and I think probably what most people don't like is it kind of doesn't feel like to them that there's like a final major battle at the end because it's been happening the whole entire movie, just cut up by the um, by the you know, the flashbacks and the other fight scenes. But you get fighting pretty much from beginning to end. Yes. I mean, there's dramatic parts, but to me, it's almost wall-to-wall fighting. Yeah, yeah, I I, 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 I agree. The, the They do a very good job of weaving in the dramatic stuff, but it is it is fairly efficient. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I think that, you know, I, I was not bored at any point even the, the drama was all interesting because it's stuff mm-hmm. like they have this really intense mother that's like you know uh it, it wasn't it wasn't like dull drama by any stretch of the imagination it was all really intense stuff this was a very intense movie overall mm-hmm. even though you could say oh well it takes its time kind of telling its story but 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 all the stuff it's doing is i thought very very uh, very emotionally charged, very intense, and and not dull, not not dull at all, um, and and again, really well shot. Like that makes a big difference in a lot of these movies. Just the, you know, the way the way a movie is shot, the way music is used. And... I was just about to say that because in this one, I really noticed the music. I'm not one to tend to notice the music, but I feel that in the right spots, the music really helped to tug at your heartstring and really helped to set the mood for the intensity of what was going on. There was even one song that reminded me of, I don't know if it was Carmina Burana or something that sounds like Carmina Burana, but it had that Carmina Burana feel to it. And, um, but it did it didn't sound like the normal section that you hear from Carmina mm-hmm. Burana. It sounded kind of vaguely like it, but I thought that was a really cool, whatever it was, it was really cool. Uh, you know, um, I really wish somebody would make a book about the music and show. I, I, there's so many questions I have about the music. Um, if you, if you ever interview Lu Fung again, you should ask him about the music. That would be, 
uh, something I'd really like to to learn about. But uh, but but I don't know. I I I, I think this one, you know, it's I. I it, I, I, you had mentioned Marco Polo, and I kind of would compare it in a lot of ways to Marco Polo, um, because it has sort of a lot of similar type of shots, and mm-hmm. and and I don't know, I just kind of it kind of got a similar reaction out of me. So, you know, and and again, I this was a day where I I I could have easily given a movie that should be a four, a two. Do you know what I mean? That's how I felt today. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the movie overcame that, which. You know, I know that happened a couple of weeks back with another film, but when that happens, I'm always impressed because, you know, we, uh, I mean, you know, we watch a lot of these movies and like, and, and, and it's very easy if you're not in the mood to just be like, ah, you know, like not react, uh, in a way that is fair to the film. Do you know what I mean? And so, um, so, uh, you know, but some films force you to do that. <laughs> You know, and this, mm-hmm. that's 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 how this movie was for me. Um, you know, it sort of just kind of slapped me in the face, and I, so, so yeah, so so I don't know what what about um, uh, I don't know before we get to sort of like general uh, rating of the movie and recommendation. Any anything else we need to cover that we didn't get to? No, I think we kind of covered everything. Um, so, uh, I guess we'll get into the, do you want to do the, your rating and recommendation? Do you want me to go first? What would you be more comfortable with this time around? It doesn't matter. All right. So, so I'm going to, and this is subject to change because I think it could go up on repeat viewings, but I'm going to give it a four. I think it's definitely at the very least a four. It's possibly a five for me because I feel like it's the kind of film where if I watch it again and again and again, I'm going to really get into all the details of the background. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's gonna, um, that stuff didn't seem like it gets boring over time to me. That stuff seemed like it pays dividends over more viewings. Um, and I think I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm going to have to obviously recommend it to people. I think, I think it's worth seeing, but simply because you told me there are a lot of people that found it jarring, I would add the caveat that, you know, apparently some people don't like it as much as I do. So, uh, so just take my, my recommendation with a grain of salt because I don't want people walking in, seeing it and then being like, oh, you know, what the hell? This isn't as great as Brendan said it was. Um, but I'm frankly perplexed by that reaction. I, 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 I thought it was, um, it has all the elements of a, of a, of a, of, a, of, of what I'm looking for with these kind of films when I watch them. Um, and, and there wasn't like a moment where I was like, oh, I need to, you know, go make myself some coffee or I need to go, you know, I didn't get bored at all. So, uh, I thought it was great. Um, what about you? I have to totally agree with you. I have probably seen this movie 10 times and I still give it a very strong four. Mm. I don't understand why people... Well, I guess I can see why people say it is jarring and they don't like the way it's broken up, but I find it a w- unique way to tell a story. I don't necessarily need a story to be told chronologically to like it. Yeah. I enjoyed the fighting. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the way the film was shot. The music really um, impressed me I, I, to the point that I actually noticed it. Um I just think it's 
it's slept on film and you should see. Do take it with a grain of salt. And I've heard people say that this movie is kind of slow um, also, but, you know, it's to me it was wall-to-wall fighting, and I completely enjoyed it. I liked the actors that were in it, and you get to see, um, notice different things the more that you watched it. I watched it maybe six times before I even realized that Lu Feng appears twice in the movie. So, you know, it's... I only caught one of his appearances. And I, really? And he, and, he, and, he, and he looked a little different, too, I noticed. He didn't look... Something about him seemed a little different than normal to me. What did uh, you... Which one did you say? The, um, the sparring partner one. Okay. Because he appeared in a different scene, too. Okay. As, as a different character, I assume? Yes. I'm okay. assuming it's a different character. Um, I mean, there's room to do that in these kind of movies, you know. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I, I, uh, uh, I I he just he just looked younger or something. Something looked different. I don't know. Oh yeah, um, he's definitely younger in this yeah. one. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, I mean, yeah, I think uh, again, it's on Prime, so people who have Prime can see it. And the the version they have on Prime now is the dub, so. You know, you do have to deal with the dub if you don't like dubs. I'm I'm pretty okay with dubs these days. The more my eyes get weak, the the more okay I am with dubs. Um, but uh, but definitely, you know, I think I think it seems like the majority of people prefer hearing it in the original language or in you know, uh, you know, at least in a language that isn't the sort of you know, it, it feels like the English uh, acting isn't as good as the. Cantonese and Mandarin acting in these movies, so, um, so, so I, I think that the dubs are generally not as well received by by people that we tend to hear from. Um, so yeah, so uh, you know we recommend it. Uh, we're gonna do what Detective D next week. Is that our next uh, our next film? Um, I think so. I can't remember. That's what I've written down. I have Detective D and the Mystery of the Phantom Flame, followed by Young Detective D. And then the new Detective D movie. So uh, okay, cool. Provided there's no disaster, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll be covering those. And also, we have a Patreon, which we encourage everybody to go to. I should be mentioning this at the beginning of the podcast, but I'm very stupid, and I and I keep I, forgetting to remind you. Yeah. Well, well, I think it's more. You know, we can put all the blame on me here because I should. I'm the one that's supposed to be remembering this, um, but. We really do appreciate any contributions people can give on the Patreon because it helps us get movies. For example, um, I don't know if it's arrived yet, Dion, but I have said not yet. This. Okay, well, Moment of Romance is on its way to Dion and Adam right as we speak, and 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 that's a product of the Patreon page. And I I think um, I I I don't know maybe maybe you guys will watch it and think it's think it's terrible, but I'm really excited to do that one because I have a lot of thoughts on that film and I it's one of my personal favorites. Um, and so, you know, again, you know, it's, 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 it's because we have page, uh, Patreon, uh, uh, support that we can, we can do that. Um, so yeah, so, you know, uh, I guess we'll be on next week with Detective D and hopefully we'll have a, the full group of people present. Um, we apologize some weeks, everybody just can't get together, but we try to keep it going. So, uh, I think we did a pretty good job though. Just you and me tonight. This is a, yeah, we you know, did. Yeah. You know, the the danger with just two people is if nobody has anything to say, there's no third person to chime in and kind of keep the thing flowing. But but we somehow manage to survive every time. So um, 
So yeah, so we'll let you go and we will talk to you later.